0: hello everyone and welcome back to katha the story box for children children today i will tell you a story about a great musician in greece called orpheus it's a very famous story orpheus lived in greece and he used to play the most beautiful music ever heard when he played on his harp Even the birds would come by his window to listen him play. Orpheus lived with his wife, Eurydice, and they both loved each other very much. They were really made for each other. One day, though while Eurydice was picking flowers in the forest, a snake bit her. And she died at once the life of Orpheus changed completely he was so sad that he could not even you know play on his harp again one day he decided to take an action he thought to himself I will go to Hades the god of the underworld and get Eurydice back but the underworld had many dangers, and no one had heard returned from there. Euryphus had his mind set, and there he went to Hades with his harp. When he reached the river of death, he asked the boatman to carry him to the other side of the river. The boatman refused. He said, only the dead people can pass. But Orpheus started to play his harp. The boatman was so overwhelmed that he agreed to take Orpheus to the other side of the river. Reaching the gate of Hades, Orpheus found a three-headed dog, the fierce Cerebrus. Quickly, Orpheus started to play his harp again. And Cerebrus was magically enchanted, allowing Orpheus to sneak in. There, Orpheus met Hades and Perisphone, the king and queen of the underworld, who were surprised to see him. What are you doing here? Hades asked. While playing his harp, Orpheus told Hades how much he loved Eurydice. You, Hades, once fell in love with your wife too, Orpheus pointed out. Since everybody dies, you will get our soul back anyway, he continued. So why not let Eurydice live for a few more years? Hades and Persephone were touched by Orpheus' words and music and they agreed to free Eurydice. But there was one condition. As a token of your belief in me, Eurydice must walk behind you as you travel back to the upper world, Hades said. And you must not look back at Eurydice until you have exited the underworld. Orpheus agreed to this condition. The couple began their ascent. Euryphus felt tentative as he didn't know whether he could trust Hades. Soon he could see the exit. Orpheus stepped out of the cave and into the light, but just as he was out, he turned back to confirm if Eurydice was indeed behind him. Orpheus had disobeyed Hades, and the only thing Orpheus heard was a fading, I love you. As Eurydice pulled back to the underworld, he spent his remaining days among birds and trees playing the most beautiful music ever heard. Some say that the spirits of Orpheus and Eurydice ended up finding each other after many years and are still together. Hope you liked hearing to the story of Orpheus and Eurydice. Stay tuned and subscribe to the podcast to hear more such interesting stories. Thank you. Take care. Bye. Hello everyone, and welcome back to Kathapotli, the story box for children. Children, the world mythology is full of adventures and lessons. These stories are a great way to introduce values. Today, I will tell you one story on Indian mythology. The Devas and Asurs were cousins who were always at war now devas in indian mythology are the gods and asurs are demons so the gods and demons which means the devas and asurs were cousins and they were always at war the devas ruled devlok, which was the world above earth and the asurs lived in the world below the earth called the patal The Asuras grew stronger after sunset, so the Asuras always used to attack their cousins at night. As the sun rose, the Devas grew stronger. They would be ready to attack the Asuras, but the Asuras would disappear. The Devas would search for them in heaven, earth and below, but the Asuras could not be found anywhere. At last, the Devas saw the Asura's footprints leading to the ocean. Indra, the lord of the Devas, shouted, They are hiding in the ocean. Vayu, the wind god, shook in excitement. Yes, let's get them. Agni, the fire god, hissed, But we can have fight. With them underwater? Indra looked around. He saw Sage Agastya, who was a very renowned sage in that time. And he saw him sitting on the beach, eyes closed in meditation. Indra went up to him, bored, and seeked help. Agastya was a very powerful sage and he used to like devas, so he agreed to help them. Muttering a prayer to the sun, he dipped his hands in the ocean and scooped some water. Lo! The next moment, all the water of the ocean was drawn into his palms, and the sage drank it all in one gulp. As the great sage belched with satisfaction, The Asuras stood exposed on the dry ocean bed. The Devas pounced on them. Badly beaten, the Asuras fled from the battle. The Devas roared in triumph. Seeing his cousins running away, Indra thought they would not trouble the Devas again. He thanked Sage Agastya and said, Sage, our job is done. You can now return the water to the ocean bed. Agasta frowned. Lord Indra, I have drunk and digested all the water with my powers. How can I put it back? Indra felt very bad. Without the oceans, all beings on, on earth would suffer. Agastya then thought for a while and said, only one river can fill this empty space. And we must wait for Ganga to come down to earth. And children thus began the era of the famous river Ganga or Ganges. Hope you liked this short story on Indian mythology. Stay tuned for more such stories and subscribe to the podcast. Bye, take care.